here talking about good debt, bad debt, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Definitely. Um, but I'm thinking, what does that actually mean? It's a good question. I think there's a lot of talk about it, and there's a lot of people thinking that think different things when it comes to good debt, bad debt. For me, I guess the typical answer is that good debt is a debt that has an asset to it. Mm-hmm. So that asset is creating a value. Mm-hmm. So good debt would be a mortgage. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, good debt would be a business loan. Or if you can't afford a mortgage. If you can't afford a mortgage. What other forms of good debt are there? Like a business loan. Yeah, okay. So, and a business loan could be your credit card. You can mm-hmm. start your business with your credit card. Yeah. So it's just what you're using that debt for. So mm-hmm. I'd say bad debt would be when you're using it on things that can't create you a value. Okay. So, you know, clothes and so those type of things, racking up debt on that. that. I think for me personally, when, when I'm thinking about good debt, bad debt, I'm really thinking about the habits of that individual. Mm. So it's only good debt, bad debt if you get people using it for the right stuff. So let's say, for example, that business loan. Yeah. You know, if someone's like, yeah, I want to start a business X, Y and Z. If they don't have a clear understanding of what they're using that money for, mm-hmm. then it's almost like that that's bad debt straight away. Yeah. Um, I only say that because I know from experience. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, you know, but I think it comes down to, I think it comes down to knowing what you want to use that money for. Yeah. You know, because um, even let's say, for example, I think I think it's always good to, to think about getting a mortgage or whatever it is, because yeah. if you have the right mindset, yeah. then you can use that money for what you said yourself for generational wealth, so to yeah, speak. Definitely. I agree. I agree. But I think sometimes even with bad debt, like you said, with a business loan, even though you might not have the right idea, mm-hmm. you might fail, but the lessons you learn oh, I hear that. I hear now that. can help you when you go back again. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. we look at people like, you know, Alan Sugar and, uh-huh. you know what I mean, Richard Branson, these people are multi-millionaires now, but they've, they've had businesses that have failed mm-hmm. in the past. And so sometimes, even though you might not have a great plan, you might not have really thought out what you're doing, your idea that you want to create a create a business or create wealth for yourself is the right idea. Mm-hmm. Now the execution might be wrong, mm-hmm. but you might need to go through that 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 wrong execution mm-hmm. to be better now. So 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 going on those points here, is there sort of like a sequence? Let's say for a business, obviously, because yeah. that's what we we talk about. Yeah, is there sort of like a sequence of what you need to aim for first when it comes to good debt? Mm, yes, yes. You know what it is with business is that. You want to go hard. Yeah, we so want to go, quickly. especially black people. Come on, you want to, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're starting yeah. off your business. You want a, you want a big overdraft. Uh-huh. You want a big office. Mm-hmm. You want, you know, staff. Like, you're not ready for staff. Like, yeah. you're not ready to hire someone else yet. You can't even afford to pay yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need to scale back and we need to use the technologies that are around us. Mm-hmm. Like social media, like online platforms, online shops, and start, start our business small and then scale up. The problem is, is we want to start at 10 of course, and we yeah. need to really start at one, mm-hmm. like the very basic. So what's, what's one in this instance? Because for me, what I, the way I see it is if you want to start something, yeah. I think the best thing you can start is a service. Obviously. You know, obviously. Um, it's, it's inexpensive. Yeah. Like, if, okay, obviously, like you have to think to yourself, how are you going to get your clients? Is it going to be cold calling? Is it going to be emailing? Is yeah. it going to be networking? All that kind of stuff. But you can start, yeah, definitely. you know, um, because if you're trying to go into something like a franchise or mm. something else, something big, you may not be ready for it because, yeah. again, quoting, you know, Noah so and everything else, knowledge equals change, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. At the end of the day. And if you don't have that right basis of knowledge from the yeah. beginning, then 
it's always going to be bad debt. It's even if it, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, no, you I might not even you. learn those lessons. I hear you. You know, and and what's so deep from what you're saying is that even debt, when we're talking about debt, debt might not even be the borrowing of money. Mm, it's the, true. It's the, true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The debt might be the mental debt that you you then put on yourself because now you feel like a failure. Yeah. But you wasn't a failure. You would have. We just didn't put the right things in place. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to get to a point where we see failure and say, okay, yes, I failed, but what did I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And what I've learned from this actually means that I'm not a failure. Do you know what? Oh, starting talking about failure and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> it makes me think, like, what is what is failure to you? I know we're talking about debt, yeah. but what is failure? Because do, do you fail when you completely stop something? Or... Mm. Is it, do you fail when you don't make a realisation? Like, what is it? No, I don't think failure is stopping. That's, mm. I think that's the, that's the, the number one misconception. Failure is not stopping. Sometimes, actually, the smartest thing to do is to stop and start again. But that's different. That's starting again afterwards. Yeah. I mean, completely stopping. As in, but sometimes you've tried. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were not built for a business. You were built to be an employee. Interesting. What, but how do you know you're not built for business if you've just tried that business? Good question. If that makes sense. No, definitely. I think, but I think also is that you know because you know your mentality. You know that you're supposed to be calling people. You know that you're supposed to be, but yet you're sitting there watching daytime <laughs> television and Netflix. Yeah, So there's yeah. certain characteristics that you need, uh-huh. and you're gonna know no matter what business you start. Yeah. Your mentality and your mindset and your drive is not enough to make that business succeed. I hear that. And so you can tell that from the first. Now, if you failed because maybe it was the wrong product or maybe because you couldn't you couldn't supply the product enough to the, the consumers that the consumers got upset and then left, that's different. Yeah. Of course, you know, you can start again because you got their, their buy-in to begin mm-hmm. with. But if you, can, if, you, if you never even got to that stage, and that's why I say start at one. One for me is I can buy a product and I can sell it. I see. So see when I started, like I always tell people, I started I started selling when I was like fourteen. Me and my boy, we were you started, that guy selling the cartoon juices on the playground? <laughs> we were selling a Visu jeans. Oh <laughs> wow! Me and my boy, player, player, player. Trust me, back in the day, we yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Me and my boy were selling Visu jeans. He had the money, uh-huh. and I had the connection because I had the church I see. connection. So I was, I used to get put the, um, the jeans in, in my dad's boot, get my dad to put the car at the front of church. Uh-huh. After church, after service, and I'll just be selling from the from the boot. And there was one of them things where, to me, that's stage one. I see. I don't, I, you know, I don't get. I need to be able to know that I can sell to an individual of that course. people actually want my product. So it comes down to developing a skill, I guess. Yes. And I think it comes back to what we were saying before about making sure you get that knowledge at the beginning, because yes. if you don't have that basis and if you haven't trained that muscle, so to speak, or that habit, yes, it's not going to be possible because you haven't even proved to yourself or you haven't even, you haven't believed in yourself to know that you can actually do that thing. Exactly. You know, because, you know, you, ho- you hear all these people talk and they say, I learned how to sell from young or whatever yes, it is, yeah, or yeah. I made sure I, I did a sales job or whatever mm. it is. Okay. So going back to the question of yeah. the sequence, like what yeah. is the right sequence? For me, the, the first point is the idea. Yeah. Have the idea. Then mm. once you have the idea, then people always cut out business plan. They always cut out business plan because yeah. it's long. Yeah. But you see what business, if it can't work on paper, how is it going to work in reality? Of course. So business plan is so important and it doesn't have to be pages and pages. 
it can be a couple of pages, but write down how number one you're gonna get the consumer, how what how much how much products you're gonna get, what you're gonna charge mm -hmm. for that product, how many people you need to buy that product, how you're gonna market to those people, and what the profits will be from there. And when you get those profits in, what you're gonna how much you're gonna pay yourself a salary, and how much you're gonna reinvest in your business. But I think I'm playing devil's advocate no, a little bit, but I think the problem that a lot of people have is that. They don't have the right guidance from the beginning. Oh, come on. That's the issue. Do you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, we all hear it. We have our sort of, I want to say middle class white counterparts yeah. who've been taught by, you know, mother, father, X, Y, and Z. Like this is how you do it. And even if they're not saying it, yeah. they're showing it, you know, so they, they adopt those skills. But, you know, let's say for the black counterpart who's had to run against the wind rather than go with the wind, you know, it's a bit different. And they learn these things late, getting themselves into debt. Mm -hmm when they feel like it's hard to overcome it. So what about those situations? Good question. You know, because I, I guess <laughs> as I'm saying this, yeah, the yeah. more I think about it, people make the difference. Come on. They really do. Definitely. People make the difference. Definitely. You you can call it a mentor. You can yeah. call it, you know, whatever you want to call it. But there needs to be some sort of people or person mm -hmm. that gives you some sort of idea of the structure of how you need to attain your goal. Yeah. Or there needs to be somebody or a group of people who you can sort of work off model, as yeah. I call it. Other people mm. say they just copy them, but whatever it is. Yeah. But the point being made is, if you have those people in place, then you can avoid things like sort of bad debt mm -hmm. and utilize it or basically create good debt, if that yeah, makes sense. No, I, I agree. But I also feel that, number one, we're living in a digital age. Yeah, of course. The information is at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. You can get out there, you can find it. Uh -huh. You can find role models and mentors that you don't even need to speak to because they're putting what they're doing, how they did it online all the time. There's of so course. much information out there, number one. Number two, go get a job in the industry that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So then you can learn, from, and that's why I always tell people, people are in jobs mm -hmm. and they're just going to work. They hate their job. They're not looking around. They're not looking at the infrastructure that's around them. You go into your job, you see that, the first day you had an induction pack. Mm -hmm. Okay, what did they put in there? How did that make me feel? What was that? What was that process like? Oh, you got a telephone number. Oh, you got your you got your desk. You got your email address. All these things are things that now you can learn and yeah. take away, and it brings structure for when you now get to start your business. But I, I agree with everything you yeah. just said. But before that point, yeah, you need to be inspired to do that. Mm. And. If if you're a dummy dum dum, then you're a dummy dum dum yeah, until yeah. something changes, you know. Right. And uh, you know, obviously, they say it's very difficult to change the mind of a 25 year old and over because it requires some sort of extreme experience mm. in order for them to make that real change. So, unless that change has happened or unless it's induced at the beginning, how yeah. you start is so important. Like we were saying before, do you know what I mean? But once that's happened, then. Yeah. All of that stuff you're saying is yeah. an excuse. No, definitely. I agree. But I think at the same time, we live in a culture where we're looking for influencers. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah. think for ourselves Yeah, anymore. it's true. We're looking for, and so how do, you, how do you get out of that mindset of looking at one plus one equals two mm -hmm. to start thinking, but what if I added three to one and, mm -hmm. and then multiplied four by two? All of a sudden, mm -hmm. like eight. Because nobody wants to go deep. Exactly. Nobody wants to People go are deep. scared to go deep. People, people are, we are being brainwashed in, uh -huh. in a society now where we say, listen, whatever's good for you is good for me. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to think. That's mad, you know. That's, that sheep mentality <laughs> is crazy. Because I, I, I say this all the time. It comes down to being honest with yourself. Yeah. People are scared of being honest themselves. Because if they sat down and looked themselves in the mirror and said, 
am I truly doing the things or the habits or the activities that will get me to my goal? Like, let me start that again because I think I was trying to go deep and it didn't work. <laughs> let me start that again. Am I doing the things that will allow me to get to my goal? Yeah. And most people will say no. Mm. But they don't want to say no. Yeah. You know? Um, rather they'll hide behind their Instagram picture and say that's success or get people to like them and say that's yeah. success. Do you know what I mean? I agree. And I think also, you know, I always talk to people. When I when I do consultations, I tell them, listen, what's your why? Mm. What is the why? What wakes you up? And people will tell me this big why. We'll set up a plan. And within a few weeks, they're, they're falling off. Mm. Why? Because they lied. Yeah. The why they gave me is the why that they think I want to hear. Yes. And it's not their real it's why. It's too much lying. And sometimes we can't, we can't be honest and open and say, actually, I don't have a why. Mm. I just don't want to do it. Which is okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You understand? But part of the propaganda of the media and stuff makes you feel like <laughs> you, you need have, to have a why. You need to have a why. Sometimes I say, you need to know the what before the why. Come on. You know, what is it that you want to do and why, why? is it that you want to do it? Come on. You know, at the end of the day. But coming back to the debt thing, mm. I guess this explains why people, you know, actually get into bad debt. Yeah. Because they're not being honest with themselves. Exactly. They think they can sort of rig the system or play the game. Yeah. You know, because really, truly, people know deep down it's not right for them. Because, look, let's be real. Like you said, information out there basically states that you shouldn't do X, Y and Z with a credit card or a loan or whatever exactly. it is. But they think they're different. They exactly. think they're special. They think they have some sort of protective cloak that will stop them from you know getting into debt i hear you but i also think it's the it's the now culture it's the impress yeah. culture instant it's rice the, culture it's the instant i can't let you know and this is why people say people always tell me man why do you think people don't talk about money mm. and i always tell them because once we start having a conversation about money honest one you can gauge how much i earn exactly i don't need to tell you my salary but you can gauge how much i earn of course. by the but once we start to have that conversation about money, because my answers will be limited mm-hmm. to my, do you understand? Your lifestyle. To my lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And so what then happens is, is that to make us appear more, uh, we find things that people assume or people equate yeah. with wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we drive a nice car. So we go on holidays, trips to Dubai and Miami. Yeah. And so we make it, <laughs> and we make these things look like we now have wealth and we now yeah, have yeah. money. And that's how we end up in debt. But we know when we come back after showing, like you said, I've been in Miami. People are going to like that. Yeah, Miami's nice. I'm in Dubai. It's amazing. I love your lifestyle. But when you close that door and you go on online banking, you it's know. Peak. It's, it's mad. It's mad. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. a lot of people, like I worked in a bank. Like I, I worked as a cashier. Yeah, of course. Like I saw people in the nicest suits mm-hmm. and we swiped their card and they're in overdraft. And I'm yeah. talking on payday. Oh, so okay. you get paid and you're, you're, you're still, still in overdraft. you haven't even come out on payday. Wow. So you're living in your overdraft. Which is, which is fine. Okay. Which is fine. Which is fine. But I guess what we're saying is don't go on like you live this lifestyle. This is the thing. And there's a, there's a great area because sometimes people are like, well, that's your assumption. But, yeah. You know, but if you're taking a picture or sort of acting a certain way, you want us to believe that because you've been told like attracts like yes and i will get respect yes. or a certain air of regality because yeah. i look dress and think this way exactly you know um it comes down to honesty that that's what that's what i think of when it comes down to debt and it comes down to planning as well but the problem is is when you're honest because so many people are living a lie when you're honest you're shunned when you're honest you're laughed at but that, you see this is the thing though you need to be able to 
develop the right mental fortitude I to agree. overcome that. Because this is why I bang <laughs> on about mindset, yeah. personal development, all of that stuff. Because if you have a true belief in yourself as an individual and understand your worth here on earth, yeah. then you don't care what anyone else no, does. You know? Then you run to your own rhythm. You run to your own beat. You'll, you'll make your own plans because you know, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And nobody can tell me that I'm, I'm not going to be doing anything else. I hear you. You know, at the end of the day. Interesting. And Interesting. So this is it. And this is why when we say good debt, bad debt, I don't think it's the result that turns it into good or bad debt. To me, it's the intention. I hear that. It's I your intention that. of what you're planning to do. You're borrowing money. Both is borrowing money. Mm-hmm. It's your intention of what you're going to do with that money. Mm-hmm. To me, that makes it good or bad, not the result of how it turned out. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, what would you say are some good sort of like good debt habits? I think some good debt habits is having a plan. Yeah. You have to have a plan on how you're, how you're spending your money. I think a good, a good debt habit also is repayment. Yeah. I think too many times we have a plan of how we're going to spend, but not how we're going to repay. Of course. And so for I'm me, guilty of doing that myself. No, Do you know what I mean? We've been there. Yeah. We've all been there. So it's one of those things where not only have a, a plan of how you're going to take this money and how you're going to spend this money, but also make sure that you've got a plan on how you're going to repay this of money. Course, of and course. so, and that plan comes before you take it. Mm. Not whilst you're in the, the <laughs> Let now me just. Now you're juggling <laughs> and all of a sudden yeah, yeah, you want to. Yeah. That plan needs to be in place before you take of that course. money. And then I think finally, I think, for me it's about reinvestment mm-hmm. I think too many times when especially in business your reinvestment is always in your business yes and that's what we call putting all your eggs in one, one basket yeah, yeah your reinvestment should be in I, sometimes your reinvestment is in another business of course you might see someone else and I like your business mm-hmm. here's a thousand pounds I want you to pay me I don't know 10, X, amount, X of amount amount for the next two years on top so okay so so this is how I see it so there are a lot of people out there they have bad debt. Yeah. They've started a business yeah. or I don't even want to say they've started a business. They started a passion project that they want to sort of monetize. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a difference. Yeah, no, definitely. But then they're told that they need to invest their money into other stuff. Mm. What about those people? Like, because for me, I think it's sensible to clear up that bad debt first before you even think about doing anything else. Definitely. I'm not saying you shouldn't do start up a business. Mm. I'm not saying that at all because... Like I said before, services require very low investment, yes. to be fair. Yes. But what about those types of people? Should they still invest in other stuff, knowing they're making payments to their business and to other stuff? I think it's all down to the human mind and how everyone's an individual. Some people, they're not going to be happy just paying all that debt off. Of course. They need to feel like they're doing more. So for me, it's about balancing. But it's it. about so feeling. It, but you, it's about intention, isn't <laughs> intention. it? So, so, but, but people work on feeling. That's, yeah, I know that's the problem. That's the. I say feeling's good. Don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I yeah. think human emotion is important. You know, because scientists have shown that it's important for us to have emotions so we can make decisions. Yeah. Okay. However, if you know the intention and plan, yeah, isn't it almost like fuck your feelings sort of thing? I hear what you're saying, but let's flip it the other way. Okay. Because go on. I do it with investments, for example. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's say you want to save to buy a house. Uh huh. I know that obviously if we put, let's say, if we put this thousand pounds away each month, uh-huh. we'll get to the goal quicker. Of course. But I know you putting all your money in that and not having money for little luxuries or whatever. It's going to make it go crazy. Exactly. Yeah, 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 and so yeah, that's yeah. the same attitude you're going to have uh-huh. when it comes to paying back debt. You don't want to put all your money into paying debt. You want to put most of it in there. Yeah. But you want to have a little bit to do what you feel is, is beneficial. 
Okay, you said beneficial, which was the key word I was going to say. Because <laughs> if you didn't say that, I was going to start, you know. Because <laughs> obviously, that's different. Yeah. Because obviously, I understand the whole social thing. Yeah, we yeah. need to live as human exactly. beings. We're social creatures. We're not exactly. robots. Exactly. Um, at the same token, I guess the stance I'm coming from is mm. how do you prioritize those efforts? I think, for me, this is why... It's Long-term like, thinking. And this is why my clients pay me and, and this is I love my, that I love that <laughs> little why, plug there <laughs> this, is, this is why they pay me do you know what I mean as yeah, a financial yeah. advisor yeah. it's to have this conversation of course because I'm telling you Mike when you have the conversation with yourself you're always going to favour yourself you're going to convince yourself, yourself. you're biased you're, you're yeah. biased yeah, yeah, yeah. this is why you pay to have an expert so that someone who's neutral to your situation can come and tell you so you know that they have no gain in what they're telling you other yeah. than what they feel is best for you yeah. do you know what they feel is best, best for you. Yeah, yeah. And so when I, when clients come to me, it's like, yes, I know you want to do this, but look, this is black and white. Mm-hmm. And so once we can see it's black and white, I mean, uh-huh. again, we take the emotion out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's that emotion. We take that emotion out. Then we can start really planning. And that's that, for me, my job is about accountability. So, so there are two things there because I, I, there's parallels I can yeah. have as a business coach. But the first thing is, number one, I guess you can take that emotion out of them by looking at the intention exactly. and the plan. But two, that comes back down to the good debt, bad debt thing, because in essence, you are good debt for them. Exactly. Because you're, you're helping them make yes. those good decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're their extra brain saying, well, based on experience and based on my qualifications as a certified financial advisor, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, this is probably best for you i can't tell you what to do exactly but based on what i know yeah. this would be best for you exactly and my thing is, is if it costs you a thousand pounds to make ten thousand pounds mm. then that's a good investment yeah it is a good investment and, and so this is what we want to try and do mm. and so what other people do is say i don't want to pay the thousand pounds i'll do it myself yeah you save a thousand uh-huh. but you end up losing the ten I hear that, because yeah. you make bad decisions yeah yeah and you make emotional decisions and so that's why you pay for advice I guess the, the main last thing that I, I want to like really talk about is the fact that I think the statistic has changed, but yeah. this is probably about five years ago. Mm-hmm. There, some sort of statistical warehouse calculated that people in Europe could only survive 18 days if they never had a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's even, yeah. that's mad, you know, 18 days. Yeah. But I'm not surprised at the same time, based on everything you're saying in terms of what you experienced as a cashier, you know, um, yeah, what's your thoughts, man? I think for me, it's that you want to save for an emergency fund, but there's so much temptation. Every time you go into a shop, every time you go around, I tell people, listen, the first thing I tell you to do when we start budgeting with me, if you're serious, is you see all those emails you get about sell, 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 sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, did, you unsubscribe to all uh-huh. of those. Because I always tell people, even if it's 50% off, uh-huh. if we haven't budgeted for it, it's still 50% too it's much. It's interesting. And another stance on that, though. If you are, this is if you have a strong mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are starting some a business similar to that person, mm. I would stack up all of those emails and model them. Mm. Something's working. Something's if working. it's making you feel making like you want to spend, but that's a different conversation, yeah, obviously. Definitely. I hear that. So I feel like it's one of those things where we have to look at ourselves and say, look, this is why I always get people to tell me your why. Yeah. Because I'm going to use your words. Yeah. yeah. To turn accountability. To t- so you've told me this is what you want. You've told me this is what you want to do. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, this is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Why are you not going to do it? So I think the conclusions we're coming to is really one, there needs to be a level of honesty yeah. of that person and that individual yes. so they can yes. overcome. Two, there needs to be some sort of intention. Yes. That is backed by a plan or strategy. Yes. But three, 
there needs to be some sort of right guidance so you can make the right sort of decisions. So you can focus more on good debt yes. and avoid bad debt. Exactly. A little bit of bad debt's not not too bad because, oh. like you said, we're human. Do you yes. know what I mean? Um, but there are limits, I guess. Exactly.